Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. You can diagnose with symptoms alone. Please do not be fooled by anything else and think that you have to, one, wait to be diagnosed through tests, or two, go and pay for private testing or be pulled into this black hole of urine tests or saliva testing. Diagnosing perimenopause is one of the topics that I talk with a lot of you about every single week. And it can be quite a confusing time because we don't know. Some of us are just really unsure as to whether what we're experiencing is the onset of perimenopause and what that actually means. I'm all about simplifying everything and it's just how my brain works and something that I vastly learned over the past two to two and a half years of being in this space. It's just how overcomplicated the medical professionals, as much as I love them, can make the menopause space. So this is all about debunking. This is about pulling away all of the uncertainty and the confusion and the complexity of it and just bringing you the truth, bringing you the facts that are in easy to understand language because that is how my brain works. So I've learned over the years that actually being able to take some really complex information, pull it apart and make complete sense of it is is legitimately how I've taught myself in this menopause and women's health space. So This episode is about bringing you all of that information and helping you to understand where those symptoms of perimenopause are coming from. So we are going to cover symptoms of the perimenopause. We're going to look at why those symptoms happen in a very understandable way. And, you know, like I say, it's how I've taught myself. And we're going to look at how the perimenopause is diagnosed. And this is certainly something that I hope you are going to come away from after this episode, feeling a bit more enlightened, empowered and in full flow of where you go next with your own journey. So if you enjoy learning with me, please do make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. That's how you get notified of all the new episodes that come out and you get notified a little bit earlier, but don't tell anyone. And please make sure that you do leave a five star review with a little comment on the episode that you've loved the most. I absolutely love reading them. So thank you so much in advance for taking some of your life currency to be here listening and for your review. I appreciate you. So if you're listening to this episode and hoping for some clarity on whether you could very well be experiencing perimenopause, I am all here for that and I'm giving you this clarity today. So if you still have questions after listening, please know that you can just reach out. Reach out to me on my Instagram. It's where I am active every single day. The link is in the show notes or you can drop me an email if you want to. If that feels nicer and easier for you, you can reach me at adele at adelejohnstoncoaching.com. Again, the link is in the show notes. So symptoms of the perimenopause. These are not a one size fits all. Okay, you are uniquely, beautifully you. 
and why the heck should your body want to be or act in the same way as someone else's? This is your individual power. So when it comes to estrogen, one of your female sex hormones and progesterone, another of your female sex hormones, starting to drop and decrease and decline in perimenopause, these declines in these hormones can bring an onset or a variety of different symptoms and ailments to your physical body and your emotional sense of well-being. Now, before I jump into what these are and how they can feel for you, I want to just be clear on what I mean by perimenopause. So this is a time in the female reproductive cycle where estrogen and progesterone, so those two key sex hormones, and for some women actually, it also includes testosterone, your third female sex hormone, these begin to decrease. It is a natural thing. It does happen to every woman. And for some women, that can happen a lot earlier. It can be medically induced. There are an array of different reasons that these hormones can start to drop. But today's episode is about covering perimenopause. So what I want you to do is I want you to get a bit visual with me. Okay, visualize a graph on a piece of paper and there's two lines on it. You've got a fuchsia pink line like the pink in the podcast cover, and you've got a black line. So we're keeping this graph on brand. And the left of the graph, you're in your teenage years. Okay, so this is your early 20s, your teenage years, your early 20s. You're not even aware of what menopause really is at this point, other than maybe your gran, your granny, your nan, your nanny, however you refer to her, has been having some hot flushes. And she's raiding her handbag most of the time that you're with her for her portable fan that she carries around with her everywhere. And you find it quite amusing, but she clearly doesn't. She's in a bit of distress. She's struggling with these flushes, these sweats. And this stage is known for you, not for her. She is in full menopause at this point. For you, you are in this pre-menopause stage. So you're in your teenage years, carefree, living life large. Then you start getting a little bit older. You're now in your mid-30s to early 40s and your periods begin to maybe change. And what we mean by change is maybe the frequency and the length of your bleed. The flow of your bleed is either lighter or heavier. And you may even find that your periods become a little bit more painful than they normally have been. So when we say change, we mean change for you. What change have you been experiencing? And this can be the start then of your perimenopause. Now note here that some women don't even have changes to their bleed or their periods as their first indicating sign of perimenopause. And I'll cover all of the symptoms in a moment, but normally if we take a benchmark, the change in period flow is the first indication for the majority of women that those hormones, estrogen and progesterone are starting to take a drop. The caveat to this is if you have an IUS, so an interuterine system, which we know as the marina coil, you may not even have a monthly bleed with this. So as your form of contraception, that marina coil is releasing a form of progesterone called progestogen, okay, a synthetic form of that progesterone. And for a lot of ladies, we don't have a monthly bleed. Now, I have an IUS. I have the Marina Coil. I opted for that for two reasons. The first reason was for contraception. And the second reason was it gives me my progesterone element to my HRT. 
So noting there then that the IUS, so the interuterine system, aka the marina coil, is different to the IUD. So that one is an interuterine device, just to make things nice and complicated. But ultimately the IUD, the interuterine device, is the copper coil. And this coil releases copper into the endometrium, into the womb lining, as opposed to progesterone. So the copper being released is basically as a contraceptive form to stop you becoming pregnant. So that aside, menopause will come approximately, and we're saying approximately, we're going on benchmark, approximately 10 years after your perimenopause stage begins. And this is, like I say, benchmarked. Some women, it will be earlier. For some women, it may be later. Um, And the menopause as we know it, okay, so this is a really, really core piece of information, is actually just one day. And yet it's it's the big gun, isn't it? It's the one we talk about the most, menopause. But when we think about this, you are in your mid 30s to early 40s, potentially then going into perimenopause stage. Like I say, some women are a bit earlier than that, some women a bit later, but we'll say for benchmark purposes, we are in our mid 30s to early 40s and you can spend approximately 10 years in that stage. Then as the menopause occurs, this is when you have had 12 consecutive months of no bleed. So no period for 12 consecutive months plus one day. That one day is your menopause day. Then after that, you're in your fourth stage of this journey and entering into postmenopause years where most women will spend a third of their lives. So if we think about the four different stages that we go through in our journey to menopause or postmenopause, you've got your pre-menopause years, your perimenopause years, which is where you're starting to notice a drop in those hormones and we can start to experience some symptoms. You've then got your menopause, which is that 12 consecutive months of no bleed plus one day, that one day is your menopause day. And following that, you are then in your fourth stage, which is your postmenopausal years, where you will then remain. So throughout this journey, which we're seeing on our graph, our visual graph in our heads, we've got these two lines. And what we're experiencing here is estrogen and progesterone starting quite high in our pre-menopause years. And then as we journey through these four different stages into perimenopause, This is when we start to experience those hormones starting to take a drop. And for estrogen, this drop isn't just a direct linear downward journey. It's a bit of a roller coaster. And that's probably the best way to describe it. It's almost like the the hormone decides to just take a leap off a cliff. And we have this really big drop in estrogen. And then it might stabilize itself out for a bit. Then it might, might actually decide that it wants to have a spike. So it comes back up a little bit again. And then we might experience that it stabilizes out for a period and then takes another big drop. So it doesn't just naturally over the course of those 10 years take a very steady decline. We can have a bit of an onset of a roller coaster journey, shall we say. So just visualizing that up and down, up and down, stabilizing out, dropping again for estrogen. And progesterone probably behaves a little bit better. We start to see that one come down in a bit more of a linear drop. So not as topsy-turvy as our estrogen can be over that time. 
We reach a new low range of both of those hormones when we enter into postmenopause, and that marks the end of our fertility years. So as that happens during our perimenopause, we can start to experience an array of symptoms. And let me just cover off what those can feel like for you. So period changes we have touched upon. Hot flushes or vasomotor symptoms as we know them. So these include your night sweats as well. These seem to be the the more commonly known symptoms of menopause. But it's thought that these flushes are actually as a result of dropping estrogen levels resulting in the body's ability, so your body's ability, to regulate your temperature properly. So it has a direct impact on your hormone called noradrenaline, also referred to as norepinephrine. But just remembering this as it doesn't matter that you know or don't know these names, it's kind of irrelevant to be fair. We just want to know that as we start to experience hot flushes, it's because estrogen levels are dropping. It has a direct impact on other hormones and chemical balances around the body. And this basically is quite a vital hormone. So this noradrenaline is a vital hormone for your body's ability to regulate your temperature. So as that becomes impacted, your body isn't as efficient at regulating your body temperature. You may experience heart palpitations. And again, it's no surprise to find that during this time in life, women can suffer from broken sleep, which in turn can lead to a host of challenges in tiredness and brain fog, mood swings, etc. And it becomes that kind of cycle, doesn't it? When we're not sleeping well and we're feeling tired, and we're feeling a little bit, you know, irritable, it can just go round in a cycle with us. And we know that progesterone, so your other sex hormone, is a good sleep beneficial hormone. It helps our body to increase the production of GABA, which when it attaches to a protein in your brain, okay, it's called a GABA receptor, it produces a very calming effect on you. So we start to see that actually as these hormones start to drop, it's not just as simple as saying, well, my estrogen levels have dropped and I'll get used to it. It has an impact on your whole endocrine system and all those amazing symphony of hormones that actually, if we talk about a symphony, it makes me think of an orchestra. When we think of a way that an orchestra will play, when all of the instruments are tuned and playing well, the music sounds amazing. But if we have an out of tune instrument or some part of the orchestra isn't working efficiently, then we're not going to hear that beautiful tune. And it's the same with our bodies. We can experience brain fog, joint pain, headaches or migraines, weight gain, which is a really big one. In fact, 97% of you contact me for discussions around your weight gain. Irritability and mood swings. We can experience lost self-confidence, poor concentration, vaginal dryness, inability to multitask, you might start feeling lower anxious. It's a hoot, right? You're kind of thinking, oh God, Adele, have you got more? Yes, I do. But I want you to appreciate that with all of these different symptoms, you know, things like lack of libido, lost motivation, hair loss or skin changes, there's so many different symptoms that can be impacted by the dropping of your estrogen and progesterone even UTIs, so urinary tract infections. This is an infection that can happen at any part of your urinary system. So within your kidneys, your bladder, 
and most infections involve the lower urinary tract. Now, what we appreciate with this is as our estrogen levels start to drop, we can become a lot more susceptible to these types of infections. And I actually, I got sent a beautiful card in the post from a company called Test Card. You can visit them at testcard.com. This isn't an advert. I was just, I was sent this card to have a look at. And it contains a UTI testing strip within it. Super simple, super easy. You just pee onto the strip and there's an app that correlates to it. And it basically eradicates the need for you to visit your GP to be tested for a UTI. So if you are someone listening to this thinking, oh my gosh, I suffer from this so much, you know, the crippling symptoms of a UTI, but the to and fro back to the GP becomes very time consuming and energy draining, then something like testcard.com might work for you very, very well. So that you've got the ability to do your own tests at home because left untreated, a UTI can make you feel extremely unwell and it's not going to make this journey any nicer with all of these other symptoms that you may be experiencing. We know that things like bloating can happen because of the gut and the gastric muscle groups becoming impacted by lowering oestrogen. Things like dizzy spells, fatigue, itchy skin or tingling extremities, these are all indications again that your hormone system is declining, it's dropping. You can also have something called health anxiety. Now this is something that I particularly suffered from and I still have bouts of health anxiety that comes to the surface out of nowhere. It is, it is ridiculous. But again, all of these are indications that the brain is also having lower impacts of estrogen. So things that are changing, anything you notice within yourself that does not feel nice or normal. And these are just some of the symptoms, right, that we've covered here. But how do we diagnose? So diagnosing perimenopause, there's this whole debate between some medical professionals where bloods are and are not useful in hormone profiling of female hormones. I've spoken with a lot of ladies who will do some urine tests, some saliva tests, um, you know, Dutch testing, for example. But what we've got to appreciate here is that it's not always beneficial for us to run these tests. What we do know to be true is that these hormone blood tests are unreliable when it comes to diagnosing menopause. And they may very well be able to indicate lower levels of hormones, but we can do that by understanding our body. Okay, we have to appreciate that hormone levels drop and peak all the time. And it's like trying to hit a moving target when we try to run these tests. So what I always advise my ladies and my clients to do is keep a track of symptoms. You can do this for free using the free app Balance. Just type that into your app store and download it to your device. You can track your symptoms and using the report that it produces, you can inform discussions with your own GP or menopause care provider. And this will stand you in a great stead for those conversations. So you can diagnose with symptoms alone. So please do not be fooled by anything else and think that you have to, one, wait to be diagnosed through tests or two, go and pay for private testing or be pulled into this black hole of urine tests or saliva testing. Yes, hormones can be tested by very different 
arrays and methods, but we appreciate that when it comes to the menopause, we can diagnose your perimenopause through symptoms alone. So if you're finding this time challenging, please know that you're not alone. You're always just one message away from someone who cares about you and your journey to reclaiming you, your body and feeling vibrant again in your menopause journey. So if you can take one thing away from today's episode, I would invite you to think of it in this way. Know that whilst menopause is a challenging time for an array of women, for families, for relationships, for your career, you're not alone and you do not need to suffer through it. Do not get stuck inside that bubble of suffering. Reach out for guidance and allow this to be a stage in your life that you connect with your true self again, in your power, with love and with vibrancy to release your inner goddess. She is there. You've maybe just forgotten how to bring her through. You're far too important to allow that part of yourself to be suppressed any longer if you're listening to this thinking you are talking to me right now, Adele. So menopause is a time that you can reclaim who you are. I would love to invite you to go ahead and share this episode with someone that you love and care for. Okay, this gender neutral, because menopause is not just a female thing. This is something that we all need awareness of to be able to understand it and support everyone impacted by this change. And I want you to know that together, as a collective, we're making menopause mainstream. And I'm deeply grateful to you for spending your life currency with me today listening. I want to invite you to have a beautiful day today, okay? And go and leave that review on your biggest takeaway from today's episode. I have loved reading all of them so far and I read every single one of them. So I will see you next week, beautiful soul. And I just urge you to really appreciate that although we have covered a lot within the symptoms of menopause and it can feel quite daunting, it can feel quite challenging and worrying, I want you to appreciate that you do not need to suffer through your perimenopause. If any of these symptoms have resonated with you and you are still unsure as to whether you are in perimenopause or not, please start by tracking your symptoms. And if you are still stuck, you can reach out to me. Those links are in the show notes. Just drop me a message and we can have a chat together. All right, enjoy your day today. Sending you so much love, so much gratitude from me, Adele, your menopause coach. I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing, to help keep these episodes coming, please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power. Because together we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.